In a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. <laughs> Welcome to a brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast, where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Diodonis, sitting here with my co-host... Mr. Jeremy. Yeah, boy, Jeremy. Jeremy Clodfelter, you sexy son of a gun. How you doing, yeah, bro? That's me, man. I'm, I'm doing good, brother, you know? How's I'm everything sorry. going on in your life, it's, it's bro? It's going great. I'm sad I wasn't here last week to, you know, celebrate in unity with you guys the fact that the patriots won the super bowl but i'm sure you guys were like throwing a party for them last um, week truex not so much no <laughs> true Man. yeah true truex truex not so much um yeah. me i couldn't really carry the way um wasn't my team um <laughs> so yeah what you, anything new going on in your week bro anything uh, new what's going on with you what's going on just, in jeremy land just working man uh recovering from you know Putting in a, lo- a long, hard week's worth of work, getting ready for this uh, 10K run I'm doing. Okay. Oh, what? In March, yeah. So I'm trying to prepare for that right now. Okay, that's a crazy. Lot of running. Um, first of all, bravo to you because anytime that someone trains for a run, like the, people don't realize, like how much training like goes into running because running has got to be like one of the boringest. You know it is, but if you just keep doing it, like. What I, I kind of overdid it a little bit, but running every day, just taking 20, 30 minutes out of your day to go do, get to run over with, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. See, like you I was saying. You just get used to it. As I was saying, the boringest. <laughs> <laughs> you just get used to being bored. I don't want to get used to being bored. You can have music, <laughs> you know? Okay, that's fair. That's fair enough, yes. Um... But yeah, this episode, guys, was brought to you by Within Range Disc Golf, the upcoming apparel company of the future. What started off as a disc golfer's passion has turned into an overnight sensation. Check them out at facebook.com slash Within Range Disc Golf. That's facebook.com slash Within Range Disc Golf. D-I-S-C Golf. Now, my week. My week has been pretty interesting. Um... I had to mail a card to uh, my mom the other day uh, for her birthday. Okay. And something that I realized while I was at the post office mailing this letter. Is that you've never bought stamps? Well, that. But <laughs> I, I, it's been so long since I mailed a letter. I have no idea how to mail a letter. 
figure out where I to put sitting, your address. I was just at. like, yeah, I was like, well, how do I put like I brought it up to okay, I brought it up to the lady. I was like, okay, can I use it like to mail this? Can I use this? Like, because I had to, I was trying to um, overnight it or whatever. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, uh, you might want to put uh, her name. <laughs> I was like, oh. That might, you, that might be important. You thought it was just going to go <laughs> figure out where it needed to go like, without it? She knows it. who she is. <laughs> um, so I had, I had to try to figure out how to mail all over again. It made me feel like a, a young person, I guess. Um, millennials. Or an old person. Should uh, we do a depending, class? Depending on how you look at Should we do a class for millennials? For adulting? Yeah. They already have those. Do, oh, they actually are have, they taking they're, them? They're called adulting classes. Wow. Because, yeah, because they teach us s- stuff that, that we don't use in order to survive in the real world they teach us in schools they teach us this is not to rip on schools but the criteria of what they teach us in schools is mostly focused on um you know being able to get a job it's not upkeep of self they don't they don't teach you class how to cook um I, I mean, it was years ago when I had like a homework class. I don't teach you a class how to do your taxes. I don't teach you a class how to, uh, uh, you know, clean something properly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't teach you a class right. a class how to how to do uh, fix your car, repair your car, if it needs any maintenance. Um, they teach you everything else. So they actually do have adulting classes. Funny enough. Mm. Um, so that happened, um, and then there was also mm. a uh, an article. In ABC News that I was looking at, I'll, I'll probably go ahead and discuss that a little bit in uh, in news um, in a sec. Um, something else I want to talk about though, go for it. Was that I was uh, I met a couple of new people uh, okay. recently, a couple of new people, groups of people, um, and I'm not going to say their names because one of them had a very interesting name, and it had me thinking of this was probably like one of the ugliest baby names <laughs> that you could have gave to somebody. Now what, what is a, what is it? Now the, the you know luckily they didn't end up being like an ugly person, but I mean just the, the thought like there was a study done right that as a baby your name can set up what your future potential can be. I believe it. As, as crazy as that sounds, no, right? I believe it. So then, if you have an ugly baby name, right? Does that make you an ugly baby? You got, she's got to defeat all the laws of gravity on that one. She's got to go against all the odds. Oh, on that man. one right there oh man okay yeah so that that definitely had my mind wandering um but we got a great episode coming up for you guys with our hot button issue uh which is should you let your partner check your phone is there such thing as mm-hmm. too much trust we also got a listener who wrote in asking about body hair and our thoughts on it uh, they wrote us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com where you can also write us with your sex, dating, and advice questions. But before we get started with that, you know what we're going to get started with? Is it, is it going to be the news? It's going to be some news. Yes. Jeremy, hit it! No, 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 That's the way the news goes. All right. So let me talk a little bit about this ABC news that I got right here. You ready for this, man? Lay it down. Um, now for the listeners who don't know where we're based out of, we're based out of Sacramento. Yep. Exactly. Right now we're shooting, um, from our KSSU, um, radio station, uh, where you can listen to us live Tuesday nights, 10 PM at KSSU.com. Also to make sure that you like us and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google play music. What's with millennials podcast apostrophe over the S and what's. Um, but yeah, but something I've been wanting to talk about 
with this news that just came out from ABC. Um, from for ABC News. They didn't conduct a study, but they wrote a report about it, which the study was conducted and it surveyed adults in major cities around the United States. And they found out that Sacramento, where we're based out of, Sacramento, oh, mm-hmm. places 11th worst place to date in the country. In the country. The entire country. It's pretty high. That's ridiculous. We how is there? that how is that possible? Why is that po- like what how does that happen? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if it would you fault that? Because you've been in a dating game before. Mm-hmm. I've been in a dating game. From our personal experience, what would you fault that to? User error. You think so? You think that there's there's good chances over here. Think there's good chances wherever you go. I'd I'd have to see what their parameters are, and understand like what the, you know what variables they're they're putting into place here. I don't mm-hmm. think this area is that bad. I think there's a there could be a lot worse places that like have I don't know, five hundred people in their population. And you just know everybody. That would suck. That would, that suck. would be a terrible dating situation. But you know the issue that we're running into with us having all of these choices? What is that? Is that it's it's becoming an issue because we have too many choices. Um, yeah. you ever you ever go to or okay, here's here's a perfect example, okay? It's late night. Mm-hmm. You you uh you're lying down on your bed, you're either with your bed or you're not, whatever, and you guys go to watch a movie. So you open up Netflix. Okay. On average, Netflix how long how long do you think it takes for you to find a movie? It's usually like twice as long as it would for you just to watch the first thing. Right. That was there. So about two hours. Yeah, yeah, just give or take. <laughs> See, this is the problem with choice. When you have too many choices in front of you, mm-hmm. it's hard sometimes, or hard the majority of the time, as studies have shown, um, for us to actually pick what we think that we want or what we like. I agree with that. I definitely can see it. Yeah. And so I think we might be getting a little bit of of that, but yet places like San Francisco is like third best place to date. And I'm sure they have way more tons of people than they do over here. So I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's not enough people. What have you? But 11th, 11th worst. (laughs) I know that's crazy. Um, So that part, was for news uh next we got the new aladdin trailer came out and it showed for the first time uh will smith as the genie in full-blown blue outfit cgi whatever did you actually you haven't seen it okay this dude tell me why they made my my dude look like a grown-up smurf (laughs) why they make why they make my my will smith they made will smith look like like straight up like uh uh you ever see the watchman yeah, it made him look like Mr. Manhattan. Oh, Why they got my dude? Man. He looked like he had body paint all over his body. It's not Halloween. Um, okay, so I, don't, I hope they fix the CGI for this because Aladdin, the Disney cartoon, was one of my favorite Disney movies. He's got some big shoes to fill in. Don't get me twisted. Like mm-hmm. Will Smith is grade A solid actor, but fulfilling like the shoes that Robin Williams left off, man. Yeah, that's a hard, hard <sighs> pill to swallow. Good luck. Good luck. So then, are you looking now that you know that? I knew the movie would, was would you, coming, but I just hadn't seen the trailer yet. Would you be looking forward to it or not? 
Where would you I've sit? I've got to see it. I've got to see it just to see what happened. Now, now we both feel that we're, we're going to see it. We both obviously know we're going to see this. Right. But do you feel positive or negative about this? <sighs> Knowing that, that he looks like blown up. I uh, feel like he's going to pull it off. I feel, I have faith. I hope so. Well, CGI, that has nothing to do with his. It is not in his control. The CGI. He's still going to make it, though. It's Willie Smith's, for God's sake. <laughs> if anyone can do it, he can. <laughs> How many bad movies have you seen with Will Smith in it? Um, She's my favorite actor, but still, I have to admit some of them. <laughs> Which <laughs> one? Was. Um, After Earth. Okay, that one was a little... <laughs> All right, you okay. got it. That was that was uh, yeah pushing it. Okay, moving on. Next, <laughs> next, next news. Um, next in news over here, we have uh, people who are interested in boycotting Gucci. Uh, have you heard about this? Ain't it got something to do? Yeah, go for it. So Gucci is under blackface controversy. Um, they were seen selling sweaters that were borderline blackface. So the neck part of it came up over people's faces and the whole sweater is black. And then they had a place for where your mouth would come out. And it was like paint, not painted red, but it was like a red, uh, lips right, yeah. that went around it. Um, so some people are calling to boycott Gucci. Um, I, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone out there already knows how we personally feel about blackface. Um, but how do you feel about like, the new blackface controversies that seem to be coming up um, a lot more recently because they've been coming up. I feel a like lot they're, more, they're a lot more and more. And it's all like pe- people are almost trying to get away with it, push the limits, see if they can do this or do that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to boycotting, my, my question here, I can't help but ask mm-hmm. is what are we going to, if we're boycotting Gucci, what are we going to call Gucci Mane? The rapper. What What is his name going to be now? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Mane? <laughs> Mane? I don't know. Would that work? I don't know. But I, I don't know what it would take to get through some corporations, some companies, some people's minds that like there is no safe way to do blackface. There, none at even, all. If there's even black people like Drake who's getting flack for doing blackface and he's black. There's no, there's no good way to potentially do blackface and there's no tasteful tactful. My my question again would be why would you do it? Like what would invoke inside of an individual to be like, you know what? I want to be blackface today. I just don't understand. I, I don't understand either. But that's what we got for news, guys. Um, don't blackface. Don't blackface. Uh, now, going back to our topic, um, the hot button issue for our Valentine's Day podcast, because this is going to be our Valentine's Day. Hey, here we go. Hot button issue. Should you let your significant other check your phone? Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are passionate about this. I've heard so many different kind of scenarios. Um, but I want to get your first impressions, Jeremy. Um, should you ever let your significant other check your phone? I feel like going on the record here. Mm -hmm. If an individual has that urge to want to go through your phone, then there's a lack of trust there. That's where I want to start the issue with that on how I base my decision and, and my views on that. Um, 
yeah, if like you just don't trust someone so much that you have to go through their phone. Are we talking with knowledge or without knowledge that the phone is being gone through? Um, into that. Th- that with knowledge. I don't think it's a problem. As long as, like, again, you're not teething yourself going behind someone's back to do it. As, I feel like if everyone can be upfront, you know, and honest about everything, then you've got a solid relationship to rock on, you know? I hear you. Okay. Okay. So with you've, knowledge. <laughs> with knowledge present, you personally feel that there should be enough trust there to where they shouldn't feel like they have to. Okay. Yeah. So l- let me tell you a little bit, uh, a little story that yeah, has tell happened me, to me. Tell me, go, go for it. It's a personal experience. Now I was in a relationship. This uh-huh. was, a, this was a while ago. This was years ago. You dated. I was in a relationship <laughs> years ago. Um, I was seeing this girl for about three months. All right. Mm-hmm. Now we're lying down in the bed. Okay. It was about 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay. Okay. And her phone goes off. Okay. Okay. She hides it over the side of the bed. Oh. Right. And she starts tapping on it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I later on ask her, you Texting know, oh, what, what were you doing? Right. And she's like, oh, oh, nothing. I'm just looking at a magazine or I forget what it was. Right. But anyway, so looking I had a magazine. I forget what excuse that she gave. It was something lady. Yeah. Something stupid. So I ended up feeling like so super sick in my stomach that I was just like, you know, I'm not even going to fight. I'm just going to leave. So I just dipped. Right. Okay. So my question. Okay. Should there ever be a reason to hide your phone from your partner? I mean, I think that's a pretty self-explanatory type question right there. Like, if you're hiding something, then you're obviously doing something wrong. You know? I agree. So, then- But there's some times where people just want to, you know, like, have their own, I guess, I've had someone explain this to me before, like, they feel like they have to have something that's just theirs. Like their diary, more or less. Took it back to the 90s on that. We don't do diaries anymore. <laughs> our phone <laughs> is our diary. Is it, is so, it, isn't it? Isn't it called a journal now? Or what, what was that? Whatever it's called in your phone. Whatever app you've got. Mine is just my notes page. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but how, how so, did... After the experience that you went yes. through, how do you feel about your open policies? I feel with your the phone? exact opposite of you. You have to I always feel, be opposite. <laughs> I, do, I do though. Um, I feel that if you are, if just like you, it's, it's about trust, right? Just like mm-hmm. you were saying, right? Um, how you feel that? Hey, you should trust me with my phone. I feel that it should be like, hey, um, you should trust me with your phone. You know what I'm saying? Like you should, or I should trust you with my phone or whatever. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I'm more so of like a, uh, you know, I have nothing to hide, so you can check my right. phone or whatever, right? I mean, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, right? Because um, I feel that trust should be like everything open to my eyes. I don't oh. know. I, I came from a secretive kind of family where they're just like, oh no, I don't tell anything to anybody. I just focus. I have a secret double life that nobody know about and all this. I'm not, I'm not me personally. I'm not that way. I don't like that. Then you would, well, yeah, you would have to have two phones then. It's way too much. No, nah, see, okay. Well, that's even worse <laughs> <laughs> to me. That is, that's way worse, way worse. Um, so should there ever be a time ready for this one? 
Should there ever be a time where you force or your partner forces you to show them or you their phone? The answer to that question is yes. no. What it, no. What okay. is no? What is well, because why, why, why is it? I I don't do that. I don't have that urge to do so myself. Mm-hmm. To just give me your phone. Mm-hmm. I want to go through it now and see everything that you've done on it for the past 48 hours. Mm-hmm. It takes too much time. Do you think that could be like a jealousy thing? <clears throat> Suspicion, which could lead to jealousy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you could be giving, in her mind, she could see that you're giving your attention to something or someone else and not her. So, mm-hmm. yeah, jealousy could be in there. Okay. So then say if your significant other is like, hey, I want to see your phone. Show me your phone right now. How do you handle your partner trying to force you to show them I'd have your to phone? T- I have to talk them down first to see what they're really getting <laughs> Come down at. that ledge. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, to, I gen- would genuinely want to know first where the sparks and sp- suspicion had derived from, you know? Where it came from. Exactly. So you take the time to look at that and analyze it as, okay, you don't trust me. Right. What have I done to disearn your trust? And then you, you solve it that way. Right. I could see how, you know, how if, you know, if you're in a toxic relationship or uh, one where you guys aren't communicating, that definitely can be a problem. I personally still just feel that if someone's going to be open with you, if like, I would want them to be able to 100% trust me. Um, I would want to be able to 100% trust them. Right. Um, f- for me, I feel like a phone, yes, is like one of the most secretive, the most like personal thing. Like you take someone's phone away from them and they feel naked. Yeah. They're like, hey, hang on, just take my wallet instead. It has now replaced, like, you know, the comfort blankets that little kids used to have Mm -hmm. and everything else. Mm -hmm. It it is your journal, your your life. Mm -hmm. You know, that'd be a good thing to test, too. Um, Would you rather lose your phone or your wallet? I think most people usually lose them together. But if you had to choose, if, okay, Mm. if someone was like, okay, a person came up to you, had a gun. Yeah. Pointed at you. It was like, hey, you have to either give me your wallet or your phone. Oh, he's taking a phone. I can go get another one with the wallet. What? I think most people would be like, here's my wallet. Now, fuck that. I, oh. do, I would believe most people would be like, here is my wallet. Now, once again, you are phone. once again you are listening to What's With Millennials podcast on KSSU, where you can listen to us live every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Like and subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music, where you can rate us five stars. That is what's with millennials with an apostrophe over the S in what's. Now, it helps us get noticed and makes it easier for the next person to discover us. We're here because of you. Now, continuing back to what we're saying. Ooh, this is a heavy topic. Man, these hot-button issues just... They just be getting to me. Um, Okay. So, you said it should be about trust, right? Always. Um... So we'll leave it on that. We'll put a pin on that one. We're going to move on to some oh, more trust. some more Valentine's Day type things. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. Let's talk right? about let's, it. Let's talk a little bit about um, the best Valentine's Day gift that you have ever given or gotten. 
Do you need some time to think about that? I can tell you my yes, story. Yes, please go okay. for it. Let me tell you a little bit about my story. Okay, the best Valentine's Day present that I ever made or gave or half gave because I wasn't able to complete this gift. Here's what I did, okay? I'm so romantic. If I could just toot my own horn. Did, toot, if, toot. If, you, if my parents are listening to this, you made a hell of a man. Um, so this was back when I was in high school. I see you smiling over there, Jeremy. Back in high school, me being the big romantic I was, there was this girl that I liked. She liked me as well. Of course she did. That's good. Um, and um, I ended up, Valentine's Day was coming around, and I was going to ask her to be my girlfriend, right? Mm. And I ended up uh, making a song for her. Right, I made the song. Okay. Uh, people who don't know, I I used to perform music and I used to write music, so it wasn't like I was just out of my element. I wasn't like, oh, let me make a song. I never made a song before. No, I knew what I was doing. About to get uh, back in it too. So, uh, and she, and we were in musical theater class together. So I wrote this song, and what was going to happen was I got together with one of my uh, my friends in the class, mm-hmm. and I was going to he was going to start beatboxing like out of nowhere, uh-huh. and then I was going to break into song. Okay, I'm like after it. class, and I was just gonna sing on this Valentine's Day. Uh, will you be my baby? Um, wrote this whole song, and the day before, or the day of Valentine's Day, I think it was the day before. Um, she ended up saying that, oh, um, I have a boyfriend, even though she came on to me what? like the day before and asked me for my That's number so and all this rude. other stuff. Yeah, tragic. it was tragic. So I never ended up singing that song for her. So that was fun. Um, did you <laughs> did you have any Valentine's Day uh, presents that you or the best present you ever gotten or gave to somebody? You know, through my life, one stands out just because I thought it was the funniest one. What was that? And I did. So there's this girl that I was, again, much like you in high school, was really trying to get the attention of. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I really didn't know that much about the ways of going about getting girls back then. Okay. Believe it or not, this handsome young stud just didn't have the moves like Jagger back then. Okay. So I figured I'm trying to get her attention. wanted to get her to like me. Okay. What do girls like? Teddy bears. Bet. Went to the store. <laughs> Went looking for teddy bears. Went to Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, all of them. I found Wait, what? How many places do you need to go just for one teddy bear? Look, I was looking for the perfect one. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay. I, just, I didn't know for what the, I was messing uh, with. Look, you went through all the troubles <laughs> of, tra- of writing a song this for is a true. girl. Okay, then. This all is right, true. then you understand. Uh, okay. When you of that age, your mind is as big as Texas. You you were on another different caliber than me, my friend. However, anyways, point of the story is I got like the six foot tall oh my gosh. bear. It was tall as me, so it was all right. It's like we was walking buddies. Wow. But look, little girl in high school holding this big bear, I, I didn't think it all the way through. I see that. And how, how would, what happened? We did it for a little bit. Okay, so it, it was works. high school. It did work. Okay. Did see, work. now we're talking then. Go big or go home. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so c- continuing on with the theme of Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Something that um, I kind of wanted to bring up for the listeners out there that might be trying to find their special Valentine, right? Is what are some good ways um, for, for someone that you're interested to notice you? You being the, the 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 Valentine's Day guru that you is, I am. What advice would you give to someone who's who's trying to be noticed by the special 
the special one that they want to be their Valentine? Don't change who you are first off. Mm. You want to get their attention. doesn't matter what the situation is or what season it is. Okay. You got to stay true to yourself. You need to clean up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So be it. Clean up. Figure out what she likes. If Not all women, you know, are into facial hair. Mm-hmm. But then again, a lot of them are. Figure out where you stand on that. It depends on the age range, of course. But mm-hmm. if you can grow facial hair, usually it helps. Yeah. Pretty sure the statistics show that, you know, right now facial hair is large and in charge yep. in a dating culture. Other things to think about when you're trying to stand out for that special one on a Valentine's Day mm-hmm. is not many women can say no to chocolate. So okay. if you don't Damn. have a way to, you know, don't don't chocolate pudding pop Bill Cosby it. Okay. But this is fine. You know, chocolate is the way to the heart. Sounds, it makes people happy no matter what. It sounds like you're trying to bribe people for, for your affection. Does that work? Chocolate always works. Chocolate bribes always work. You heard it Facts. from the guru, y'all. Chocolate. Okay, cool, cool. Bribe with chocolate. Got it. Um, <laughs> I would say do the exact opposite. You want to not be yourself. Don't be yourself. Be whoever they want you to be. Do hey, not be yourself. Hey, hey. If they if they want if they into to to if they Hispanic start mother start learning to pick up uh, uh, mi corazón. You better start doing something. Uh, uh, if if they like tall dudes, you start wearing uh uh hot hot stilts. You better you better walk your and you walk yourself with pride. That's, that's you strut on them stilts. That sounds horrible. As if it was the last stilts you ever strutted. Have you um, worn stilts before or plaid I don't boots? need to wear stilts. Never worn a platform disco you know, shoes. shoes. Yeah. No, I haven't worn all disco shoes. Not one time. I haven't I haven't needed to uh impress anyone taller than me. Um Touche. Touche. <laughs> all right. Um next thing I want to talk about Valentine's Day. What are some good cuddle movies? So Ooh. trying to set the you're trying to set the mood. Okay. okay. You're with your bae. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys just spent two hours flipping through Netflix uh-huh. trying to find that perfect movie. What would be, you want to skip all that, right? How do right. you get straight down to the perfect movie right off the bat? We're going to help you guys out with that. Right off the bat, perfect date movies for you guys to cuddle, to be close with your babe, but with the candlelight, with the steak dinners, the chocolates that you bribe, the stilts that you put down on the side. <laughs> <laughs> what would be good cuddle movies? When you both nose to nose, you're not on the stilts no more. Well, I mean, you could, but there's two stilts, so you guys could, you know, half season. Oh, jeez, uh, Louise. But yes, cuddle movies. What what, See, what are they? As you say, my bae, Lisa out there, thank you. She's really easy. All I got to do is put on a murder documentary. Oh, my and gosh. And cuddles for what? hours. What? Murder documentary. Just yep, we can just sit back, murder relax. Point. Really? Yep. I was just talking to this girl about. There's that a lot too. of good. Mo- There's more murder shows than anything. But that way, okay. But what about that makes them want to cuddle? I, do, I just. What, I there's know. a psyche in that. It's like they. I don't know if I don't think they get scared because they watch it like all the time. All, all the so, time. but I mean, if they were scared, they would. would They're not scared. So then, what? What, what is? What about? Do they like? The, the the craziness of a guy that just want a guy to be like I'm gonna kill you and be like oh oh thank you like what <laughs> what aspect? I don't know I find my serenity in it is always watching and be like you know what at least I know my life's not that bad it's not that messed up it's not that messed up <laughs> that's what I get out of it I, I'm not sure you know people take things different ways mm-hmm. I don't mind it 
I find all of them very interesting. All of each and every single one of them is unique. And it doesn't seem like we're running out of them. So this is true. It works. But if we want to be traditional, mm-hmm. not to steal your thunder, a good old school romantic movie is Forrest Gump. Really? Okay. It's it's got a love story in it, you know, and it's got its happy and its sad parts. But you can't overwatch that though. You gotta be careful with that. You can't like abuse that movie. It's like a one shotter. And then yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that, that movie's so dang long, it would last all of Valentine's Day anyway. That's what I'm talking about. So then there you go. Um I think for me, when I am uh watching movies with someone, I I love comedies. Like, that is, like, if I could just be laughing and laughing and laughing and just dying, like, f- for some reason, that for me, I just, I love doing that. But I also like doing that by myself. So, uh, and I'm single. So, it's not helping. <laughs> Maybe that's not the best thing to do. You just gotta find someone. No, you just gotta find someone that likes to laugh at the same things okay. that you like to laugh at. Like, are you talking about, like, comedies, like, 51 First Dates? Or are you talking about comedies more like... Black Klansman or something like that. Okay, well, no, not like Black Klansman. <laughs> That's probably not. A it has its comedic moments in it. Yes, it does. So, so the- <laughs> which which spectrum are we talking about? Here? Definitely not Black Klansman spectrum. That that was a good movie, by the way. It was but, hilarious. But that's not probably a, a good date movie to cuddle with somebody while there's uh, racist yelling in the back. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. We got... Uh, a couple of listener mails we got to do, and we have a game. You ready for this? Is it? Is it? Is it? Box, box it out. It's box yes. it out. You know the rules. We pick two random things, then decide what would win in a boxing match. It's whimsy, nonsensical fun for the whole family. Are you ready for this, Jeremy? Yes. All right, Jeremy. An unboxing match between Jury Duty versus Call of Duty. Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Why Call of Duty? Because Call of Duty can get you out of Jury Duty. Yeah, really? If you're in the <laughs> like, military. Yana, I, I, I really want to go, but they calling me to duty. Military can get you out of Jury Duty, so bam. Okay, fair enough. So Call of Duty wins. Call of Duty right. always wins. In a boxing match between dinosaurs versus dragons. I know it's a hard one. Dragons? Well, you you didn't sound too sure on that one. It, it has to be the right answer. It's, uh, why would you think that is the right answer? Game of Thrones. So just because it's in a it's in in Dragon a Ball Z, show. yep, in, in Dragon Ball Z. But they beat up the dragons in Dragon Ball Z. But they they always come back. Not Omega Shenron. And dinosaurs can't breathe fire, but dragons can. This is true. I don't. They've not proven one dinosaur to breathe fire. So, dragons. Final answer. Dang. Ding, that's, ding. Okay. Um. In in dinosaurs' defense, dinosaurs were real. Dragons weren't. Um. But dragons win. All right. In a boxing match between cowboys versus pirates. Oh. I know. Oh, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. It's a hard one. It's really hard. It's a really hard one. Huh. Cowboys, pirates. I know. What are you thinking? I could do the cowboy lifestyle. You think Too so? Too much water. 
surrounded by water. That's your whole life is water. You're surrounded by cow poop if you're <laughs> if, if you're, you're a cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> I, at least my feet is on land. Uh, they go on land. The pirates go on land sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, fair enough. All right, Cowboys win. All right, in a boxing match between Aliens versus Predator. Yeah, they made a movie about this. Uh, two uh, or three? How many? Like five of them? There's like two or three. There's been a f- other off branches. We talked about that. There's like other ones that they've made off of it too. Well, there's like a there's a heck of aliens movies, and then there's maybe about like five Predator movies, and but then there's also two or three Alien versus Predator movies. Yeah, there's more. There's a lot. Yes, there is. But. I have to go with Predator. I want to go with Alien, but I, I want to go with Predator. You want to go with Alien, but you want to go with Predator. I'm going with Predator. Okay, let's just go the, ahead the, and do the, that. The, the, the way they look. Yeah. They just seem more living up to their name, living up to their to be the truest Predator, conquering over galaxies and universes. Like they're they're a lot more tactful too. Indeed. And I, I adore the way they look. Like, I'd love to do that for Halloween. Alien, not so much. Okay, so Predator wins. All right, last one. Drone Strike versus Mines. Hmm. I know. These are. Where did you get these questions <laughs> from? Jeez, Louise, man. A I know. Drone Strike or Mines? I know. I'm going with a Drone Strike. I might be able to escape that one. Mines, you got someone that placed them really good. You're screwed. You think yep. so? Yeah. Oh. I could almost might have a chance at surviving a drone strike. Maybe. 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 Maybe on a good day. Not All today. right. So that was our game. Yes. All right. We got a couple of questions to ask for uh, for listener mail. Oh, buddy. Well, let's go ahead and just get straight to get it, it. Uh, with our next segment, which is listener mail. Wake the f- up. All right. This one is from Alex. Hey, Alex. What's going on, Alex? Alex writes. I'm looking to get back into the dating game, but I want to know, should I keep or get rid of my body hair? Which would give me the my best chances, Alex? I would say safe bet. My personal opinion, go hairless. Don't do it to yourself. Again, depending on your atmosphere, but I think usually safe bet is always to go hairless. Okay. The hair can grow back, but... You can tell from that initial, like, you just can't go wrong with it being hairless. This is true. Uh, I think so, too. You're absolutely right. Um, I think, though, that when it came, like you were talking about earlier, about facial hair, mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to facial hair right now, it's in to grow it out a little bit. I think that's that's pretty safe to say. Yes. Yes, um, it is. So, and I think you also have to just understand kind of what works for your body. Um, that is very true. When it comes to body hair itself, like I've had this problem too, because I, me, I grow out a little bit, then I'll shave it and whatever. Um, but yeah, you got to figure out. It's you're always safe if you shave completely. Um, yep. 
And that also includes facial hair, too. You could still be safe if you shave your facial hair. because Oh, you're going to get it? Oh, you've got a baby face. So there you go, Alex. Um, keep some of the facial hair and shave everything else. Facts. All right. This one is from Danny. What's going on, Danny? D- Danny Dan. Danny writes, I'm a manager at my job, and every time I turn around, another one of my hirees quit. How do I keep the next batch from leaving? Danny. Now, Jeremy, you have uh, manager experience, correct? Yes. Have you ever had the issue where you had any of your people leaving? No. No, you never did. No. So obviously something you're doing is working. Yes. So what do you, what would you credit that to? The only thing I can think of that would hopefully help this uh, individual out is I would take a big step back in, you know, and reflect on what atmosphere are you presenting to this hiree? Because whatever it is, it's going off of the, that initial first impression, rather if it's with yourself or your store or the employees that work there themselves. You need to sit again, reflect on how how it's looking and what needs to change, because that's where that issue is coming from. Right in that first interview. Okay, so figuring out what is causing people to want to leave. So maybe talking directly with those people. Yeah. Um, exit interviews, I think, is uh, what people call them whenever someone leaves and they interview them on their way out. Um, people typically tend to be a little bit more open when they do that. Um, so you could try that. Uh, you could try analyzing what's not working that you're doing. You could try looking at what other people are doing that are successful are doing and kind of analyzing that and do, trying what they're doing. Um, so there you go, Danny. Yes. And this last one is from Miguel. Miguel. What's, what's going up, on? Miguel. Miguel writes, how does one become confident enough to take a leap of faith into something new? Like, for example, in my case, I always wanted to be a radio host, but I'm just too afraid of jumping in and starting my show. How do you just get over the mental block to jump into something so new and different? Miguel. Now, I have my thoughts about this, but Jeremy, I think that you come from a unique place because you've always wanted to publicly speak to be a leader. Uh-huh. Um, but you didn't necessarily have this particular plan when we started this, right. um, to fall into this, it kind of was just handed to you, but how did you handle that situation? And, um, you know, how do you keep pressing forward, um, with doing a show like this? What I would say to you, which you probably won't hear from most people is that you need to educate yourself. It is one thing to have a passion about something and feel for it strongly. But you'll learn that there's always more in-depth detail to be learned within whatever your passion is. If it's being a radio music or music talk show host, what have you. There are classes, college classes that you can take. uh, Make connections, network your way up. And learn as much as you can on that way up. Don't think that you're just going to go in. Excuse me. Don't think that you're going to go in and know everything off the bat. Never works that way. 99.999% of the time, not going to happen that way. Never works that way. So you want to educate yourself. That is the most important thing you can do. 
Diodonis, how do you feel about that? Yes. Um, how I feel about that. I think that whenever it comes to something new, at least for me, what, what I do that works for me is that I have a, a saying that I go by. What is the saying? Um, and my, my saying is this. It's um, learn the rules so you can break them. And what do I mean by that? I don't mean that you go to a new job and then you learn how to steal from it. No. That would be a pretty you, dumb rule. You don't man. learn the rules and then you'd be like, oh, okay, now I can go steal from my job. No, I don't mean like that. What do I mean by learn the rules so you can break them? I mean that you need to watch what other people do that are good at doing it and mm-hmm. learn how they're doing it. You need to not be afraid to make mistakes so then that you can learn from them. Like you were saying, kind of educating yourself in the, you know, the hard knock, right. uh, school of hard knock way. Um, so you need to learn as much as you can in the field while doing it, making mistakes. So then that you can learn the rules. You'd be like, okay, I can't do this. I'm not supposed to do this. And then break them by thinking out of the box. Okay. So, I see where you're coming at with that. That make that makes a lot of sense. Yes. So like I said, step one, learn the rules, right? Um, watch what other people do. Um, other people that are good at doing what they're doing, watch, you know, listen to what they're doing. Like, you know, like maybe, I don't know, what's with millennials podcast on hey. KSSU Tuesday nights, 10 PM. Hey, um, listen to us on iTunes, Google play music. And, uh, uh, you know, don't, don't be afraid, afraid to fail. You know, even Michael Jordan, when he was a freshman in high school, could they did not put him on the basketball team because they did not think that he was good enough. This is true. And he went out and he practiced every single day, every hundreds of day. hundreds of shots um, until he got better. Um, and you also need to know that you're not alone. You were never alone, right? For every one thing that you want to do, there's a thousand other people who want to do it as well. You just got to want to do it more. You got to want to do it more, but I'm saying associate with them bring them with you where are these people you're not alone you're not the only one out there that's trying to do what you're trying to do um so incorporate them um build your team um and the last thing i would say is break it down into steps if you break it down into manageable steps um it becomes more achievable a lot of times when people um have a goal in mind right they'll just see the end picture they will see oh i want to be a radio show host Right. They they won't think of, oh, how do I get there? They just think of, oh, I need to be a radio show host and um, I'm just going to get discovered and I'll blow up all overnight, all overnight, just like magic. And I'm going to get there just like magic. And they're going to be ready for it all. And they're going to be ready for it all. All Uh, My my challenge for anyone who's out there, but this is not just specifically for you, Miguel, but anyone who's out there who's like, you know, um, uh, you know, even say if they wanted to get discovered in music, wanted to be an actor, right? If you got discovered today, right now, and they offered you that job right now, right now, would you be able to? And you had one shot. They put you on air, right? Would you be able to be able to keep that job, or would they be like, uh, "Thank you for your time"? Me, and nah. you just lost your shot. Nah. Now, theoretically speaking, theoretically speaking, right? If you ever do get that shot, regardless of who we are, you will only have one shot. 
I'll take it. So you would take it, right? I but you want to make sure a lot. you want you want to make sure that you're ready for that one shot. Right. So the question is, how do you take yourself from point A to point B, Miguel? And that's following these steps, set up these little smaller goals to be like, OK, you see that you have a problem. You don't feel comfortable doing this. What is this one baby step that I can do in order to feel comfortable? So, Miguel, I invite you to come on to the show. How about that? Hey. I invite you to come on the show, get behind the mic, um, practice making like a YouTube video um, to practice just being on camera, just being on a mic, um, practice recording, um, talking to your friends, um, holding a conversation, um, writing in a journal, a diary or whatever, getting your thoughts on paper and, and reciting it. Um, those are my suggestions. All solid advice. I hope so. <laughs> Sometimes I feel I feel like that's that's all we can do. But I hope we gave you some good advice there, Miguel. You got it. But that has been our show, guys. Thank you guys all for listening. Um, Jeremy, you have anything to say? No, nope. just have a great evening. Special shout out to um, Within Range Disc Golf. Um, thank you guys. Once again, like us, subscribe to us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play Music. Um, KSSU and we will go ahead and talk to you guys later peace bye if you'd like your question asked on here email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com follow and like on Facebook at what's with millennials follow on Instagram at wwm underscore show and send us a tweet at wwm show what's with millennials podcast